0: Log Talk Radio,
1: a return to excellence, a return to tradition.
0: It's the twenty eighteen Coach Perry Podcast the dial. The two red dragons. Welcome back to another edition of the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast. I'm your show host, Baltimore Sean. As always, we appreciate you joining us and stopping by as Coach Perry and the Red Dragons take some time out of their busy work week and school week to talk a little Red Dragons football and if anyone was in the crowd on Friday night, um, I thought it was a valiant effort by the uh, Red Dragons against uh, Poland. Um, very close score going into halftime 10-7 to and uh, I think the turnovers at the end uh, got a little bit too uh, much to overcome but with that said, Coach Perry, um, I loved the way those kids played and I think that's just a testament to what the, the kids have done and, and how you and the coaching staff kind of approach this thing but 0 and 2, but I, I still think there's a residue of success even with that that you know 0 and 2 mark. But you know, what were your thoughts on that polling game?
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think we took a step forward uh, this week. Uh, I don't know that I could have really said that after week one, but I, I thought this one was a step in the right direction. As I told the kids, I said maybe we were uh, uh, you know one week late on that kind of uh you know building block so i do think there's something there uh you know obviously if you watch the second half you can see that that we're not where we need to be and as i told the kids uh, after the game is they got to be willing to keep on stepping forward and, and take that next step and uh, that courageous step to to do what it takes to to, to get this thing going nice.
0: And, and, and for you, I mean, looking at that game, I mean, the turnovers were costly, five turnovers. How frustrating is it as a coaching staff and as the head coach to, you know, see some of those mental mistakes pop up?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it doesn't matter what level of football we're talking about, from the uh, peewees up to the NFL. If, if you're a fan and you see teams turn the ball over like that, you, it, it abs- pretty much at five, you, I'd say you have a less than a 1% chance <laughs> to win. And, uh, you know, that's what we did. I mean, in the first half specifically, when. When we were, you know, really playing with high energy, th- those turnovers were the difference, which is why we were uh, uh, behind at half. Rather than if we look at it, another, you know, on the other ticket, if we don't have the turnovers and we did force to, which was a positive, uh, we might have been walking in halftime, maybe up 17-7 or something like that. So. Uh, you know, good teams uh, take care of the football, and we want to be a good team, so that's got to be a priority number one moving forward.
0: Excellent stuff. And remember, the Coach Perry podcast is powered by Charles Otto family located in Garrettsville, Ohio. They've been generous enough support this program please make your way out there they have the new buicks pre-owned vehicles everything you're going to need to know if you're shopping for a new vehicle and uh, it's right around that corner when uh, christmas is coming so if you want to get that significant other a very very nice gift uh, maybe surprise them with an automobile um this week you guys are off the struthers the first road game first road game for you as head coach of the dragons uh how does this week maybe differ in terms of just getting these kids ready for the road
2: yeah, sometimes that can be a nice little energizer for you. It's kind of fun to get on the road. Uh, uh, you know, we'll be playing on grass, which is a little different for us. Uh, gives you a little bit more of that uh, maybe old school feel for some of us guys. But uh, I think it's always fun to take your program on the road and uh, go into somebody else's place and compete. So I, I think our kids are kind of excited about that too.
0: Nice. Now you got two games under your belt, and you know, I think you were talking about you know from week one and it's week two you know it's such a big jump in terms of knowing what you have and and what have you you know what has Kai guess come and revealed itself after two games where you you like this or maybe you want a little bit more uh, attention to detail somewhere else
2: yeah, I think over two weeks, if you look at it, uh, you know, I think at the end of the game, and, and we cramped up, and we can talk about that a little bit, but I thought we were we played pretty darn good against the run for the better part of the football game, uh, and you go back to the drawer game, and that was that way, too, so I thought our tackling was well, uh, a lot better. Uh, I think our secondary, uh, we made some big-time changes there, with, with even with some scheme and some personnel, and I thought that paid off this week. So, you know, you look at the scoreboard and say you gave up 30-some points, but... We gave them the ball inside of our, I think, 50-yard line maybe four times on turnovers, and one was on bad punt coverage. So when you're giving uh, the other team short fields, that's not all on the defense. Uh, I think we're coming along on defense. And then, you know, offensively, uh, we got a long way to go up front. we got, we got to get those kids moving. We have to be able to... Uh, you know to get under center and run the ball at times and and uh you know again if if you're you 're coughing the ball up every time you hand it off that that everybody loses faith in that so uh, you know protecting the ball goes a long way with that our, our quarterback as a sophomore, I thought he made again some great plays, and then uh, you know he made a he made a couple plays that that he knows that he can 't make so uh, you know, offensively, we're a work in progress, and uh, but again, we just got to keep building. I, I, I was certainly proud that I, I think our kids. There was a lot more hurt in our locker room after this game, and and as I told the guys that that really were kind of taking it hardest, it's supposed to feel this way, and when it does, uh, we know you care, and and the more guys we have feeling that way, uh, the more dedicated we'll be to turn this turn this thing around. Yeah, you know, coach, and again, I mean, you know, the the, the scoreboard
0: may not be you know if somebody just glances in the box scores at the newspaper I don't think it's indicative of how hard those kids played and nothing to take away from Poland they're a fantastic team too and great kids but you know I just think the effort on our side you know um, I just think you can see it growing you can kind of see you know see that, that pulse kind of getting created in this in this team and within this locker room so I, I think and I think that resonates again with the people in the stands I think they're picking up on that that, that you know this is a work in progress, but you can see the progress. I think at the end of the day, that's what you want. What you want to see. You don't want to be in week six going, what's going on here? I mean, you know, I think week six. I I think personally,
2: we're going to be an excited group here in Niles. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one thing you know in coaching is you never stay the same. Uh, you get better or you get worse. And uh, uh, I don't think without question. And, and I'm just just you know to the kids. On the team, uh, I got the compliment because I, th- I think we did get better. Now, and, and, again, I told you this last week, anyone can sit there and point out our flaws. There's no question about that. Uh, they were pretty obvious last week as to, as to what they were. I asked the kids, what are, what are the two biggest things? And every kid repeated it back to me in unison. They, they know. So, uh, But that doesn't that doesn't diminish the, the growth that we saw in our kids. And, uh, and I think the belief in themselves was the biggest thing. When we were in at halftime, there wasn't a kid in our locker room. That didn't believe we had a chance in that second half to to go out and win. However, uh, a couple things revealed themselves, which was was our attention to hydration and our attention to uh, taking care of the football. So those are just two. And, and the best part about those two mistakes is they are controllable if we want to control them. So uh, you know we got some things in place this week to address that. Awesome stuff. Once again, you're listening to the 2018 Coach Perry podcast powered
0: by Charles Otto Family in Garrettsville, Ohio. And if you miss any of these shows in their entirety, you know they're free and available at iTunes or Block Talk Radio. You just simply type in in your Google account or wherever you uh, do your search engines at, you just type in the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast, and you'll find the link not only for this week's show, but the past five shows, as this is Episode 6. Um, we were talking about that cramping, a lot of kids coming up, uh, you know, a little uh, wounded after certain plays. So you guys have, a, I think, a program that you guys are gonna going to uh, put in place this week. Why don't we uh, kind of delve into that?
2: Yeah, so, you know, this, this, this is, again, something that, as a coach, you have to say this is my fault. Uh, you know, I got on the players about it. But uh, you know, we I send out a message every week, it starts on Wednesday, it says start your hydration now and uh as I told you before we got on air, that's like telling a kid maybe, uh, go get good at algebra two now and, and uh, they they struggle through algebra one. So You know, what does that mean to a kid? I'll just drink some water, maybe a bunch of Gatorade. And they don't know the exact way to do that. There's a science behind it. So what we come up with uh, as a coach and staff during our meetings was uh, let's write out a program. Uh, we've had we've done this in the past, and why I didn't do it th- this time, uh, you know, that's on me. But uh, we'll actually force some hydration during the week, where we make them wa- watch them uh, drink in front of us, uh, what we we want them to do, and then that, that way at least we know how have a bit of a start there. But uh, you know, our trainer told us, and I, I knew we had a lot of kids going. He said we had 11 kids with cramping issues, and uh, not all the time is it hydration, but if it's 11 of them, you can bet nine of them. Uh, it was because we were not properly hydrated before, and uh, you got to start that multiple days out. So, uh, you know, we we have a program now that we're going to get out to the kids and, and make sure we monitor that, and and they have some things that that they can check. We 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 they know they should know how to check their hydration levels. Uh, I'll, I'll say the details, the horror details <laughs> out of that, but every kid on the program should know that at this point. And if it's important to them, they'll they'll take care of that. So. Uh, that's where we're going uh, with that and hopefully it helps you know one thing you say you know uh, again Poland we all know they have a great program I didn't see their kids cramping so it certainly wasn't a heat issue Uh, it was just us not us taking care of our bodies so we're going to get better at that
0: I hate to go off subject but kind of on the subject uh, speaking of hydration and drinks um, IMG Academy down in Florida um, you know they they have some of the top uh, athletes uh, collegiately high school uh, professionally and uh, they have their own Gatorade on site testing ground and when these guys go there if you're part of that elite group if you pay for it they will actually test your sweat and then you will actually have your own Gatorade compared to anyone else so I don't know we're probably not going to go to that type of levels but it just kind of shows you how extreme today's athlete can get.
2: Yeah, I mean, the one thing that's going on in, in our world today is, is technology. You know, uh, we're filming practices in virtual reality. Uh, Which is know, fun to see. Yeah, we have live uh, video during the games. You know, a lot of programs don't, don't get, to, get to have some of that stuff. So we got to look at the nutrition side of it. Uh, right here as we speak, There's uh, our Gatorade cooler. You can see it's stacked full of protein shakes. Uh, that's all part of the the replacement and build muscle back up. We have a contract with Gatorade, but uh, we don't have that IMG contract. Apparently, you're telling me about those. <laughs> so maybe we got to get on the phone and, uh, <laughs> and see if there's some something we can do that that's better. You know, and that's one of the things. There's a lot of things that have happened this year that. You know, I've had mental notes for off-season, and I've written some things down. as we continue to develop the program, so we've obviously failed in this part of it, and we got to get better. Nice. And, and as, as always, um, before
0: we're going to wrap up the coaches' show, um, we're going to announce the permani brothers' high-effort Red Dragons player of the game. And uh, I was able to uh, see this game, and I thought number four, Trent Johnson, uh, was the guy. My, he first caught my eye when uh, heading towards the uh, the touch or the It was the deep pass to the end zone. He deflected. That would have probably resulted in a touchdown for Poland. And then that was on the band uh, side. And then going to the opposite side of the field, he ended up having the interception. I know he made a reception that was called back. Obviously, he had the touchdown reception. But uh, I think that uh, gift card should go to uh, number four, Trent Johnson. I thought uh, he uh, was really a difference maker. And he was one of the young men that uh, suffered from the cramping. So it was disappointing to see uh, number four not kind of doing that Ed Reed-type you know, roaming in the secondary late in that game. Yeah.
2: I I mean he he was the reason why we got back into that game. Uh you know, both those those plays the deflection and the interception, uh they were uh the nice thing there was one was in man coverage and and one was in zone coverage. And uh he covers so much area back there. He allows you to, to to be a little bit more aggressive with some of your coverages. Uh, his interception, well, we were in man, and they actually had a man-beater concept on there. And I thought, based on what happened, I thought we kind of blew the coverage. But, you know, they they had a nice little smart play on there, but his athleticism was the difference there. And, uh, you know, uh, losing him in the second half, uh, we had had some things we had designed to, to come out in the second half, and And maybe take advantage of our mismatches and then when he was out we kind of had to go back and be you know be a little bit more uh, more vanilla uh, than we wanted to and his cramping was was extreme but he's had problems with that in the past I think his might be a little bit more than, than just hydration now here's a kid that he plays so hard we have to find a way to schedule him some breaks throughout the game because you can't tell Trent not to, you know, hey, take this play off. He, he would never do that. We wouldn't expect him to do that. But, uh, you, you know, he, he's definitely uh, deserving of this award. Uh, I was thinking, well, maybe we need to change this up. Uh, I was actually in, in, my, in my graphics life, we've been doing a little work with Permanente Brothers, and they're, they're saying is they're, that it's America's hardest-working sandwich. So, maybe we got to have that the Red Dragons' hardest working uh, player so then he can eat that hardest working sandwich. So, maybe, right. maybe we'll change that up. Uh, uh, well, and, yeah, uh, yeah, we officially uh, it, along 'cause because Premier Brothers are just, just tremendous that they're willing to help us out. And I think the kids are going to be, like I said, fighting to try to, to win that every week. Yeah, and Trent, uh, just remember Joe Gallo, your teammate
0: and uh, schoolmate, will have your gift card. So uh, I delivered it last week, uh, and, and Coach Perry took it from there. But uh, you will be the uh, messenger man, as always. Coach Perry, appreciate it. Charles Otto family, we appreciate you. And permandy Brothers as well, a big shout-out. Now we're going to move on to the Red Dragons uh, player spotlight, and uh, we're going to feature him. that got the block high super high. Hey. Red Red now we're on to our 2018 Red Dragon Player Spotlight, and we're going to feature the third of the three team captains. It's Nick Jarvis, number 52. Nick, you got a little banged up before the season started. You had the high MCL sprain. You missed a few weeks, but you were able to get back out there against Poland. Um, how happy are you just knowing that you're not maybe
1: not hundred percent, but you're able to suit up? I, I, it was It was a rough rough time during the Gerard game, seeing all the kids that I grew up playing with running out right after the kickoff and seeing all that go on and like it just made me want to play. I, I, it was It was just rough. and uh, my, my want to play. Was so high for Poland that that I just couldn't I I, I couldn't wait to play.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I I I I, could, I agree with you. I think uh, you know Poland's just uh, you know it's such a powerhouse, and uh, you know you want to put your best foot forward when you play them. I mean, you've been on this team now. You're a team captain. What was it like when you you know you and you know and the other guys were nominated for it?
1: Oh, it, it was it was an indescribable feeling. I. uh... My for my senior year, one of my goals was to be a captain, and once I got that spot, it was it was not only relief, but like it, it felt like I completed one of my life goals. Nice. It was on my bucket list. And that's what you want to do. You want to reach those, and that'll be
0: with you forever. Yeah. I mean, you can go. You tell your kids, your grandkids, hey, I was a team captain for the Red Dragons, and they're going to, That's gonna mean something. They're gonna look at you, uh, look at dad or grandpa a different way when they when they know that that you know that title's next to your name. For you, I mean, you've been part of this program. You've kind of you've been against Poland. You were against Poland. I yeah. mean, what do you think maybe is the biggest difference? I mean in terms of what we've seen from years past to what we're seeing right now? Because I do think you guys are moving really in a positive direction.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like the biggest difference from, I'd say, last year to this year is the positivity we have and, like, just the want to win. Because years before, people would – like, one person would mess up and, like, everyone would just get down. And now we have people – Bringing other people up when things happen like that, and you know, we, we flush it, just forget about it. it was the play. Nice. Now, 10 7 going into halftime, I mean, what was the mood of that locker room? Oh, it was the, the coaches had to come in and tell us <laughs> to settle down, save our energy. We, we were really hyped up for the yeah. second half.
0: Yeah,
1: and then, you know, the game doesn't end up
0: the way you want it to, Nick, but I mean, I guess I mean that has to send some sort of message to you internally and to all the other kids that you guys are on the right path. I
1: mean, something you can build off. You think? Um, we could we could mm-hmm. definitely have the same mindset as we did in the first half for the second half in Struthers game. And I feel like if we get a win week three, the ball will just be rolling because we're 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 progressing from week one to week two, and it it'll just be. Like our momentum will be so so great that we'll we'll become unstoppable.
0: I hope you guys do come unstoppable. And for you, I mean, you're part of this program. You you've seen these things. And I keep bringing that butt up. I mean, just in terms of a uh, you know the frontliners and everything the mothers do. I mean, uh, I mean, do you guys take notice of that? I mean, oh it's, yes, it's,
1: yes. It's like I ask my buddies from other schools, like, like, what do you guys get for your two a day lunch? And they'll say like chicken noodle soup. We we get full pasta meals and Chick-fil-A and steaks and it's just like I don't think a lot of people realize what we have. And So you guys do take notice? I've
0: always kind of, I mean I know you guys are appreciative but I've, I've never actually been able to, you know, I haven't asked any of the players up to this point. You know, in terms of uh, you know what's it like, and I know Coach Perry, he's bringing in you know the, the guys you know that have played alumni of the program. I think uh, this past week the '87 team was brought in. What's it like hearing these former Red Dragons come in and, and kind of preach to you, you um, know, it, the success that they want?
1: It uh, it it was chilling. Like they, it we we thought about like. Like what it was like to play when they when they played, and they said stuff like how they could see things were the same. And you know, T. C. Gennari, he he really was a a big motivation to me playing because growing up he was my baseball coach, and he was just such a good guy to me. And him talking to me before the game really just pumped me up and wanted like made me want to play. Nice, nice. Uh, so is he your favorite so far?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's this week, Coach? Oh, we got a couple. Uh, we got a couple uh, irons in the fire. We have got a couple phone calls out there. Uh, the thing is, I, I'm a little hesitant to, to put too many uh, feelers out there and ask guys because nobody's told us no yet. So, <laughs> so uh, you we try to, to kind of keep it quiet and, and, and make sure we got that guy committed because I don't want to I don't want to disappoint anybody. Say, hey, I'd like to have you in, and then have to call back and say uh, no. But uh, the great thing I think for our kids to, to hear it, like they're here, and the guys from the 66 team, I think, had the same exact message as the guys from 87, and that, that's what's awesome about Niles football is that tradition, uh, you know, it carries on through, through generations, you know, we have, we have, you know, grandfathers and great uncles talking to, to kids that are in, that are sitting in the, the audience. Uh, Scott Liber was here, his son's a freshman in the program, so, you know, it uh, knowledge football transcends generations, and I want our kids to understand that that's, uh, they're part of something great, and I, these guys are unbelievable this week. And getting that message across to our kids.
0: Excellent. And Nick, for you, I mean, we've talked so much about you know the current you know state of things, and you being part of this team, team captain, and all. I mean, going back, I mean, did you play Pop Warner Pee Wee? When did you start? I up?
1: I started playing football when I was nine years old for the Pee Wee team, at <laughs> the Little Red Dragons.
0: Right.
1: And I was I was an offensive lineman. I was a little chubby boy, still am. Um. And, like, I just. It, it's such a good feeling playing with the kids you played with back then. Like, now. Like, Jason Gibson, Robbie Sabin, Chris Swift Adams. Like, there's just. The memories we have are. They're irreplaceable. Nice. Right. I and then
0: you get better. For you, I mean, uh what's it like now just uh, looking back I mean you're still in high school but you, you have a life ahead of you but uh, yeah. I mean looking back what are your fondest
1: memories of those peewee days kind of leading up to this point um, well on Fridays at practice we would end practice early like an hour early just so we could all go home shower get our game jerseys and get into the game for free and see the high school kids play I like that, that's really all we wanted to do now, and, and before you came in,
0: and we appreciate you taking the time out of your morning today, um, you said mom was uh, cooking pancakes for oh, yeah. some of your teammates? Yeah. Yep. And that's something you're, you and your teammates are going to remember, uh, yeah. your mom, you know, whipping up the pancakes. Uh, yeah. She had to make a big batch I her. Oh, yeah, There's probably 20
1: of them. Nice.
0: Well, Nick, we appreciate you uh, stopping by and joining us. Obviously, you know, success to you and this team moving forward. But as you know, if you've listened to the other shows, we have to have three and out. Um, before we let you go, you ready to take a shot with some of us? Sure. All right. Well, you know where we're going to go with this. Um, are you going to be the first one to reveal who does the best Coach Perry impersonation? Or are you going to leave that for
1: somebody else? Um, well, I really haven't seen anybody try to do the, the best Coach Perry impersonation. But I definitely want to see it. I want to, I want to see people attempt it. <laughs> awesome.
0: Do you think he would take it in stride, or you know, some coaches you don't want to mess with, some coaches you want to, you know, there?
1: I feel like it, it depends. It depends on what they say and how they act, or what the mood is, maybe. Yeah. You know, after a bad practice, oh, you don't yeah. want to do it, right?
0: No, now. no we don't. <laughs> Now, you talked about the pancakes and your teammates being at your house this morning and enjoying in an, uh, the feast. Uh, who is the biggest eater on the Niles McPainley Red Dragons football team? Definitely my good buddy Alex Harper. Yeah? For sure.
1: What's the most impressive meal you've seen him put down so far? Um, probably these pancakes. <laughs> he, he, was, he was going off. <laughs> I love it. And the bacon. Oh, that was gone so there's bacon too so it was a full full bounty of uh, breakfast yeah that's good and a big
0: shout out to mom keeping these kids fueled up and uh, for you the final question before we let you go today um, and I ask Gibby the same question I think you bring such experience to this program I mean if you could go back and uh, have one game and uh, turn it into a victory uh, which game uh, and why
1: Um, it would be the Lakeview game of my sophomore year because it all came down to the last play. We had the ball. It was around the 50-yard line, and the score was, I think, 21-20. And I, I, I have a picture of it. And Tyler Sabinovich threw it up, like like a hail mary or something. He had great blocking. No one, no pressure. And I think, I think the ball was just dropped. Like just knowing that that chance that we had to win, with maybe three seconds left in the game, it was. It was heartbreaking, but, you know, like, we, we could have won. That's awesome. And, 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 Nick, great, great, great
0: comment. I think uh, that speaks volumes. I mean, uh, you know, people come and sit in the stands, and they see you guys do your stuff, and, they, you know, they think, uh, you know, maybe these kids don't care. You know, they don't respect the game. Yeah. But, you know, you're reflecting back, and you have a picture of it, and it's something like, obviously, it's dear to your heart. And, yeah. uh, and uh, something, I mean, you brought it right up, and you went detail to detail. So I think that just kind of speaks volumes. So the stuff that these People don't know, and I think that's the best part about this podcast. Is you know we're we're able to talk to a team captain like Nick Jarvis and him share his thoughts on being a Red Dragon. You talking about the hydration program. I mean you know uh, unless you found out they sp- spoke to you personally, they're not going to know these things are going on internally with what's going on in the program. They're just going to see a game on Friday night. They're going to make a comment on them up, you know mentally, and uh, like I said, I think we're missing out. But again, props to you. I appreciate your time today, and Coach Perry off the Struthers, any last minute thoughts? Oh, and, and I just, um, Nick, before we let you go, I should say this, I, And I, but, uh, wh- how important it is to see, you know, family and friends and people from Niles in those stands, so we make oh, a big,
1: big effort to get the Struthers. It's probably one of the best feelings, like when I, when we run out of the tunnel and we we go through the end and we come, come out looking at the home side and seeing all these people cheering for us and... Like just just cheering us on, and it's 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 an indescribable feeling. I'll, I'll never forget it. I oh, really won't. Excellent stuff.
2: So again, well, folks. Well, let me uh, comment
1: on that. These
2: guys, as you know, my daughter plays volleyball at Niles, and uh, uh, the student section uh, kind of decided, hey, let's go do a volleyball game, and. Uh, uh, bunch of our football players were there and they they got a chance to return the favor there and they got to see an incredible comeback by the Red Dragons in that one and and uh, you know I I was actually kind of trying to fill them in on the rules real quick so they really had an idea what was going on but (laughs) Nick was there in 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 the stands and a bunch of his teammates so uh, you know that 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 kind of thing can catch fire it'd it'd be great if all our All our events, you know, we see uh, students uh, supporting one another. I think that goes a long way. I kind of have an idea that I want to run by our captains here in the next day or two about getting maybe uh, a little different way to get the student body involved too and uh, see if we can't build another little tradition up in there. But uh, I just want to say thanks to Nick and those other players. Uh, That meant a lot to my daughter that they came out and supported them as well
0: nice. It nice is. It's a nice thing that everyone supports each other. And uh, this week on the road, first road game, and uh, again uh, if you're a Nile citizen, a fan of the Red Dragons um, we'd appreciate you guys going out there and showing your support for these young men as they're giving it their all as a uh, you know search for that first victory and hopefully that comes this week, and if you're there in attendance, you'll be able to witness it live. As always, big shout-out to Charles Otto family for joining us here, powering this program, the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast. Big shout-out to Permandy Brothers. As always, we appreciate you listening to the Coach 2018 Coach Perry Podcast.